I'm magic. <laughs> mm. uh, a little been been sleeping and resting all day, so a little cloudy. But <laughs> yeah, I've been going pretty nonstop for what feels like you know forever. So mm. taking a day to rest. Yeah. So what are we doing today? I've forgotten. <laughs> so originally, I had booked the call when you presented the exchanges yes. and the trades for mm. the the feminine abundance so that mm. would be me creating a soul portrait poem oh yes so, that's right so so that'll take about like basically the process for that for a soul portrait poem <laughs> is that I will hold and open and create space for you to share about everything that brings you passion and love and anything in your past present or future that you feel is relevant and I'll take all of that and then create <laughs> the soul portrait oh, poem cool. <laughs> I that. so that is the portrait portrait is what that means you draw no it's it's a soul portrait poem so basically oh, uh -huh. so your soul like the imagine imagine if your soul were a poem i've never done that before but i'm i'm very curious and interested i love it yeah mm -hmm. okay oh, so we want to start with doing that and then, yeah. and then I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about but yeah seems like a fun way so yeah let's let's just um begin by welcoming in our guides and ancestors breathing breathing in through our nose out through the mouth as you've done put your hand on your heart and give gratitude for this beautiful moment and this beautiful connection and for the opportunity for our souls to dance and move and enjoy together in this zoom playground for this evening still feel like the full moon energies are are, are finally like easing up a little bit and we're mm -hmm really really in the stride of summer and being alive fully fully alive fully activated mm. and yeah I invite if you I want to add anything to the opening circle you do so now mm. I will love the invite my seraphim dragons that I just mapped this morning Mm. So these dragons, two dragons, one is Seth, S-E-B-H, Seth, and the other one is Safina. So that those are union dragon. Mm. So beautiful. So it's diamond and plasma color. So it's mm. so beautiful with the wings, so seraphim wings. So beautiful. Go ahead, Annie. Mm. That is all for now. I feel like that they're, they're already there. They're already here. 
they are here and thank you for that visual and thank you for communing with them on the sacred Sundays, moon days <laughs> in this great shift in consciousness and thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, I would love to start wherever you want to start anything you want to share about your life and we'll just see how far it goes and and i'll take notes and maybe if you have questions and i can ask you have questions to ask that would be easier for me to navigate as well so Mm. yeah so tell me about what are your favorite memories from childhood Mm. holidays every single year my parents they brought us holiday at, always at the end of the year. So normally we go for a, for a month. So it's like world trip and with a tour because like whole family, like my uncles, my aunties and everybody go. So all the, the buses is like all my relatives. So it's just like the family tour and it's really fun. So mm. yeah, so I don't remember that was little, right? We, I wanted to sit in the front of the bus. <laughs> eat breakfast and the first one queue there because I want to see at the front I want to see the back so that was how we like fighting so all the cousins we will fight <laughs> in a way that who's the front who's sitting on the front and all, all, all the um and then my parents would say the kids the back please <laughs> because some people like busy you know all of that so yeah so all the uncles like older one they all sit in the front so yeah Mm. Yeah. Fun. What were what were some of the places that you went that you remember? The places I remember. Oh. Um, I know that is Japan in Korea. And also China, especially China is so funny because when we went to China, it was so cold. Like I came from Malaysia, right? Like you only had like 35 <laughs> every day is 35 <laughs> there's no like no no seasons and because our body doesn't build have the seasons right and I know that I saw one of my uncle he got beard and he's like really cold like the snow the water comes down and then hard another time of it why it's like Santa we're little right look like a Santa we're all teasing because it's like so watery because it's just so cold. It's a negative zero, like under negative zero. So yeah, but because we love to go cold country because we come from the hot country, warm country. So yeah, but I remember one thing that is so painful. I was eating ice cream, ice block in the cold, cold day, like negative, I think negative five on that day in China. I was on my, my name not so scared. I pull out and my lips, oh, skin come out. Oh. I'm bleeding. Because I got so scared, I just wanted to pull out, right? I didn't even think. I was too, too young. Not too young, it's like, I think it's high school, but I just like, I want to pull out. And then my whole lips just, yep, come out. <laughs> the skin. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I knew that, oh, you're so stupid, you shouldn't do that. Because something's stuck, like your mouth is the whole thing stuck. <laughs> So yeah, that was yeah. 
one of their memory, like deep memory. So yeah. Mm. Mm. Nice. So you you grew up in Malaysia? Is yeah. That... So I came here when I was sixteen. Oh, your service is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my service. Where, where in Malaysia? Borneo. And so when you were growing up in Malaysia, what would you say were some of the favorite things that you did? Did you like drawing or going out in nature? Or... Well, I didn't do all of that, unfortunately. I was doing a lot of studying. Mm. Tuition, 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 and tuition. Hours. So yeah. I only go to play. At night, in a way that, you know, finish tuition about five o'clock. So my mom, they all finish working. So we all have, because we, we, we have a, um, like a membership club. So we went for swimming in there and then we have dinner a day. And that is like sports, swimming become my favorite thing. So yeah. Mm. Of course, mer mermaid energy. <laughs> so yeah, so that is, uh, that is, I remember because I know that I'm so active. I was, not sport person but I actually am very good in sports but I try not to be good in sport because I know that I will not be sent to sport because my mom said that my parents will say that study is more important than the sports because my I remember that my teacher actually speak to uh, the my parents yeah because I was very good in sports including when I came here I only did my my first swimming carnival like I jumped into the water the last day of the school. And then my teacher said, where were you? Because I got number two, like nearly number one. Because I'm a good swimmer. So yeah, I didn't do it. I've done it for a long time. So yeah, but I still had that energy though. So yeah. So I said, well, this is the last day. I just thought that I'd just have a fun. <laughs> fun. So, yeah. yeah, fun. So what was your favorite, what was your favorite thing to learn about or study? Um, favorite, I love English because it's easier for me. Mm. Yeah, because I read a lot. I read books a lot. Go to library a lot. Yeah, every Friday, I can go to library like from 12 to 5. I can read, just be there and with, with my friends as well. So, yeah. And I buy lots of books as well. When there's a books like bookstore, you know, when that there will be like a whole like a market, but it's just all books. So I will buy books, but not my sibling. Only me. Full of books. <laughs> Bookworm. Mm. I eat all, all types of Chinese books. Yeah, so Chinese book, Chinese novel book, but I love the ghost stories, the adventure stories, like the scary one. So yeah. And also English book, I love the scary one too. Like adventurous, not the detective one, but it's a scary one. I think it's called Goosebumps. I remember. Yes. The yeah. whole series of that. And RF, I think it's called R.L. L. Stein, S-T-I-N-E. Yeah, I love. I have so many of that book. So yeah. Yeah, Goosebumps. Goosebumps were definitely a thing. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So, so tell me what was, what was moving to a new country like when you were 16? Well, my mom just said that, pack your bag. You are going to Australia study. 
There's no discussion. I said, oh, okay. So again, I just, there's no upset or nothing because it's always parents' decision, right? I'm used to it. So even though you say no, what can you do? It's already done in a way that it's already like pay for it, you know, application done for it, permanent resident done as well. So you just have to go. So I went and culture shock because I don't understand the English here. It's like my English in back home is British and American, but I did not speak at all. I write really well. I do everything well, but I did not speak because I speak Chinese. I speak different dialect, but in English is actually the third, my third language. The first one is Malay. The second one is Chinese, but I can switch around, but I'm just not very good in Malay. I hate it. So only one book mm. English, one book Chinese, and the rest is all Malay. So yeah. So English is the third language. And I do really well because I think that is, English is so easy, but not speaking because I have no one to speak. But I watch English movies and all of that, never practice at all. And I come here suffering. <laughs> I did. So I did a test. I did those, you know, those English as second language tests and before you go to school. So I passed it all. And I'm just going straight away. So I went to private school and study. And I know that in the beginning, a roll call, the teacher will mark your name and do the roll call, right? And then do like talking about some of the news the week. I tried to understand. Didn't get it. Didn't get the English word. And I have to go on the outside the whiteboard because they will put it there. I have to read every single time. And that's how do I learn later on? I have four little cousins. And they are all younger than me. I learned from the youngest one. I think it's that one, that one's only four, four or five years old. I sat with him. And I think that this is how I learn as well. Is different. I, I feel very like even though now I'm thinking about back right, I was like, oh, I'm very smart. <laughs> in a way that when they speak, especially in, in, in Australian way, like how do you say water? Water. Yeah. See? That is how I was supposed to be, speak, but in Australia, in Australia it's water. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even hear the word. What water? Like what? What is it in the beginning? And then I asked the little one, "How do you pronounce water?" And she's like, "Water." So I look at the mouth. I learn from that side. From that's how I learn. Mm. And then every day, you know, I walk on the street, right? Go to school, and I will repeat the same word. Yeah. Yeah, I I I sometimes don't even understand Australian people like <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that is yeah. uh that is that's the culture. Uh, another culture shock is I was working, walking, walking, walking along the street, right? Like just neighborhood. Good day. Like we say good day, right? Good day. Are you talking to me? I don't used to <laughs> I was like, why does stranger talk to me? <laughs> Normally, like, no stranger talk to you, da, 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 right? Because I was looking in the back. I was like, maybe someone behind me. So are you talking to me? It's a, it's a one grandpa and grandma. It's like, yeah, we're talking to you. How are you? Feel a bit awkward. Good, good, good. And then I go. <laughs> so that culture shock. Seriously culture shock. I was like, ah, oh. no one told me that, you know, this is how Australian would be like. Everybody's friendly. 
parents said, if someone talk to you, don't talk to them. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's, even though I was already 16. <laughs> so that's a culture shock. Yeah. And another yeah. thing is like, in the class, the teacher said, Lillian, answer this question. I will stand up and my chair at the back, like push it, the back. And all that. And everybody look at me. I said, like, do you know that you can sit down and answer the question? No. I was taught all the way to stand up because it's a respect. So I stand up when the chair push me up. And it's so loud. Everybody just look at me. Where did she come from? Like, wow. But I'm sure that the school board will know that because it's got a lot of exchange students from Asia, international students. So when my time, the international students is only like less than 10. But after that is a lot. But I know that I was like, oh, why do you guys sit down and talk to your teacher when you sit down? That is rude. It's like, this is how it is. Oh, okay, that's how it is. Okay, that's how it is. That's So that's culture shock. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. okay so culture shock and so you were mm. 16 so so you went and you had a few years of like high school still and then did you go to yeah. college or did you yep. continue studying or, or or tell me about that transition yeah so that transition after year uh year 12 we call it year 12 here and then I, I did a good mark to go into university but my parents will always, you know, always expect the highest, right? And I got about 78% and 78 those scale of mark and going to uni. So obviously my doctor, my, my, my mom said, can you become a doctor? Can you become a doctor? So doctor percentage is 99.9 to go to uni. So that is the, the result for national levels or 99, I think it's 99.7, I remember. So it's very high. And I know that I select IT, information technology. And because it's so popular, they scaled them up. up. So I couldn't get in. So I had to go to the second round. So I go and see. Okay, so my mom wants me to do doctors. And then I like to do IT. Ah, combine them together. What do they? <laughs> and I was looking at the book, not those book, like university book to apply. Then I was like, okay, I can study health information management. Health is like medical and health, work in a hospital, right? And information management. So there's a little bit of IT and system. Perfect. And it's applied. So it's Bachelor of Applied Science, Health Information Management. Mm. So I also study a lot of like biologies, so medical legal, uh, medical legal, medical word. Mm. I was supposed, it's supposed to work in a hospital, but did, it, did not go. So how long, how long was the program for? How long and what was like your college Three. experience like? Three years. The college experience is really good. The most happiest one. There's no negative. Like I cannot even remember any negative though. Like we all, like I have to say that I have the best uni time. Mm. Yeah. So was that, There's no peer pressure have, have and good, all of that. Yeah. Sorry? Did you have good roommates? Were you doing yeah. fun events? Oh, my, Were the you roommate? involved in Oh. Did you say roommate? What's the question? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're breaking up. Can, can, can yeah, you hear on. me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Mm. Okay. 
Awesome. Yeah. I was just going to say what, what made it so amazing. Did you have roommates? Did you participate in activities or clubs or part of cool events or what was so amazing? So the most amazing is I had the best friend in uni on the first day. So we always catch the train, uh, train home together, catch the bus first and then the train home. And later on, I, I got a car and I sent her home too because close to my home, which is perfect. So with roommate, my roommate is my sister and cousin. So my mom bought her apartment and we just stay in the apartment. That's it. And I know that my sister cooked for me because I don't know how to cook. So I had perfect. But I know that I got so cranky on my, my younger sister, which I'm the eldest. And I remember that I had like full day exam. And I came home, I got salad on the table. And I got so angry. I was so angry. I was like, do you know that when I come home, I'm so hungry. You just want me to eat salad? Oh, hold on no idea I think that's the stress of release of the exam so yeah and then later on my, my sister is just, is just like you don't want to eat don't eat <laughs> and then I went out to take away outside so I remember that moment I was like why I'm so angry mm. yeah mm. okay that so so then, so then after college, mm. what, what, no, what well, did you do? Yeah, I didn't go traveling like other people. So by the time that waiting for the result to come out, which is the last exam, right, you come out and then whether you can graduate or not. So I reapply work and I got a job straight away. Without any experience, I have no working experience. No working in KFC or McDonald's, no, zero, basically zero experience. Then I go straight to corporate. Mm. That is lucky. That was very lucky that I got selected to, to, uh, to join a medical legal firm as admin to start with. I was like, oh, any job. And I started with like 60,000 salary, 60,000 per year. So I was like, oh, I'm so happy I got a job. I told my mom, I'm so proud of myself. I got a job. I don't need to become a doctor. I got a job as well. <laughs> you know, it's not like proving them, like, you know, you don't have to be a doctor. I got a job already, not even graduate yet. A full-time job. And corporate world, dressing really nice. <laughs> In a show of my mom. So then later on, right, so that's like three, three years in the corporate world. I learned so much from that first job. I do everything wrong. <laughs> I learned. I learned so much. What was your What was your role? You said it was a med a medical legal firm. Medical legal firm. My medical legal insurance firm, and uh, it's the insurance. So in indemnity company is very well known. Remember oh, the name now. UMF, but they changed the name. United Medical Federation or something, but they changed the name already. And uh, yeah. Mm. So I was a claim assistant doing all the claiming, claim things. So I do a lot of calculation for them. And then they're claiming of the, you know, the medical, the doctor who do the wrong things basically. And then, and then with the patients. So I see lots of cases. I was like, oh my God, seriously? So I was like, lucky I don't want to go back to, med to the hospital and work. No way. So yeah, a lot of cases. I was mm -hmm. once wanted to go to, to continue study to go into law, medical law. And one of the 
one of the managers is actually quite very nice. She said, Lillian, are you sure you want to do that? I said, why not? I thought that, you know, I can study. I'm a good student. I study hard. They said, you will become not you. They said, you are so, you are like, you know, a good personality. So if you become a law, sometimes you may not be yourself. And I didn't get it because I've never been in the law situation, right? And then she, he explained it. And I, I, I got a shock, the real world shock. Sometimes you just have to be finding things, even though it's doing the wrong thing. Whoever who do the long wrong thing, you need to find the evidence. Like really, really crappy is like because you need to win, right? Basically, you need to win the case. Whatever you represent, you need to win. That's of course it's not you're gonna lose, right? That's the law. Like a lawyer do or solicitor do. And I was like, and she and he asked me again, "Do you sure you sure do you want to do this job?" I said, "No, I don't want to do this job." I said, "Don't don't go into law." Mm. yeah which is like really good advice so yeah nice so so then i think you said i think you got married at 23 so how does that go from the first job and uh, tell me about your love story <laughs> so when i i met my current uh, current husband back in when I was 18, so just finished high school. So for internet for overseas students, I'm not international student because I got permanent residency. So as a overseas student, you are older two years old compared to the local student in the same in the same class. There's always say, like that. Say that again? Oh you're two years You're two years older. So 16 they finish high school, I'm 18. Uh, okay. Yeah, all the all the overseas students like that, like two years. I don't know why, but but anyway, that is how it is. So I met the the focus here is I met my husband when I was eighteen. So after finish high school at that period of high school, while waiting for the result, whether you enter uni or not, is about two months. So I have nothing to do, right? Go online and chat twenty four hours, chat 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 chat, <laughs> and then have so many friends, virtual friends, because I don't have any time to do chatting. And I was like, nothing to do. I was full on chatting and full on playing fun online. It was so hot. It was hot. So yeah, those chat room. And yeah, so I, I, I was there and I met him on the chat room. And he asked me a really weird question. He was there's only two of us in the chat room at that time. He was already like, I think 11 or 12. I remember 11 or 12, like nearly midnight. He said, are you alone? I said, no, I my, my mom here, my brother here. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. I said that my parents is here. I'm not alone. And he said, are you alone? And then later on, I, oh, he asked me, am I alone by myself? Like, alone, alone. He's like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And then somehow we chat, like, get to know the age and all of that, right? And then, oh, we come from the same countries. And then slowly we chat more. And our sense is friendliness. And... After probably not long, a few weeks, probably a month, and then we started. I we started to call each other because he's in Tasmania. So he's Tasmania, yeah, Tasmania, which is in wow. Australia as well. Yes, yeah. he's in Tasmania University study. So he studied architect architecture. So he is three years older than me. So yeah. So, so, and then I was calling him and we started to, to, to call on the phone, no more chatting, just talking on the phone. 
So yeah. And then starting that she, she get a little bit closer and I was like, is this the end that I'm going? Like, is it like, I only have, I went out with one of my, um, one ex only for like a few months, probably two months. And that's it. And then landed with my husband and then we had long distance because of long distance relationship, because he studied, he finished study first and then I'm still need to study. I still have my three years of university. So all together, long distance relationship, five years. Five years. And we met only I once was... or twice a year. Okay. Yeah. So what was that? What was that like? What was that first meeting like? Like how long was that after you chat? Where where did you meet and what was that like? Well, because I'm Aries, right? I want to know whether this is the right man. <laughs> and guess what? I actually asked my sister to borrow some money from my sister, like pocket money. <laughs> and I bought an etiquette. I flew down to Tasmania and my parents didn't know. And then my parents is overseas, right? I mean, at home, home at the hometown, right? Like at home in Malaysia. And they will call every single night just to, to just calling because it's like every single night. And then I told my sister, just said that I'm sleeping already. Just said I'm sleeping already. <laughs> I went down two nights. The last time from Sydney, you need to go to Melbourne. From Melbourne, pick up passengers and then go to Tasmania. There's no straight, straight flight. And... I was so worried that I met I, I will meet somebody that I know just in case, right? Because I was sneaking to see this guy that I never met before. That's daring, isn't it? Like so daring. If that's those child people is a murderer. <laughs> all right. I went down and I met him and I was like, and we we all like smiling, you know, you know, a bit embarrassed because he's meeting face to face. And the feeling sparked straight away there. It's real. I felt this is the guy. So we 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 hang out two nights together, and then come back home. I was crying my eyeball out. I was I was like this with my my tissue. I was I was sat in the plane, flew all the way to Melbourne, <laughs> like one and a half hours crying. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and then. We stopped in Melbourne. I mean, I stopped in Melbourne for about half an hour so that to get other people on board. Right? And I changed another flight. So sort of like exchange flight. So I went to a flight. I was looking at my ticket. Where's my sitting? Here. Okay. Grandmother! Your grandmother? What? That's out of a movie. I know. I was like, and then she, she was looking at me. Oh, what are you doing here? Uh, visiting friend, <laughs> and then I said, like, "Oh, I was wondering that like, who can I to speak to now? I have you. I can speak to you." I said, like, "Oh shit!" Because my this grandma, which is my maternal grandma, is like, "You will call my mom." Guess what? Who I saw, I saw your mom. I was like, "Oh, God. that's it." The next hour, phone call come on. Oh, we have a fight. That's it. <laughs> The 18 years old have a fight with a parent because flew down to somebody, saw a place that I've never been before. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Yep. Very, very daring. Definitely, yep. definitely something out of the EE e- playbook. <laughs> I don't know where that come from, but I know that if I don't go this time, I don't know why I have, like, have to go this time. If I don't go, right, 
I just want to know that whether I'm sometimes I, am I wasting the time whether he is real or not I don't want to get like lying or something like that I just want to be really clear that who is the guy that I'm really, and I have feeling for him Try to go down. Nice. Well, I'm proud, proud of, proud of Lilia. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. Yeah. So so then so so then five years of 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 you know going back and forth, and then what was the? Did you guys then move in together, or what was the path to marriage? So five years, he flew back to Malaysia and work because she's overseas student. And I'm like, I live here. So while waiting for me to graduate, because my parents would not say yes, of course. So he just, at the same time he works. So every night we phone call, overseas phone call. And then that's how we maintain our relationship and emails as well all over the weekend and all of that. So obviously there's no, there's not a lot of, there's chatting as well, but we, we less chat and you less chat because we phone call and there's no more apps. They don't have more apps, like not as, as easy as now. So it's all about international call and like those phone card, right? So we spend lots of money on a phone card. Each phone card is 10 bucks, like each time $10. So yeah, so a month, 300 bucks. So yeah. And I was like, tighten my no shopping, you know, nothing, but I just going to be, you know, I, I love that there's a connection. So from there, and then when I finish my uni, right, I mean, he will fly over and visit me and I will always go back home at the end of the year. That is sort of like the routine of going back home at the end of the year. And we meet in the airport. <laughs> we meet in the airport. And my first time meeting him in the airport, he brought the parents in. He brought her moms in. I was like, why did you bring the parents in? <laughs> And I have no, you didn't even give me preparation. Nothing to prepare. Is there nothing to prepare? My mom just wants to say hello. <laughs> so I spent like, what, hours in the airport. And mom also spent hours in the airport. So, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So that was the old, like quite an old and older story, right? <laughs> but that is how we journey. This is how we do it. So, yeah, and then when I finish, when I finish my uni, right, and then my dad suddenly, suddenly, um, can you ask Lawrence for his passport? Why? I said, why? That we're going to China traveling, and I want him to come along as well. So my dad paid for everything. Mm. So yeah. So they went to China. Yeah, we went to China. We went to Beijing. We went. Uh, we went to a trip in China. So about three places, no, four places. Yeah, just like every single end end of the year. Not now anymore, but every year we China. So yeah, I was so surprised. Like I got a shock, and so excited at the same time. And my parents placed us in the same room. Can you believe that? I was like, what? I thought that would be with my brother. He said, this is you guys' room. I was like, are you trying to sell me? <laughs> <laughs> so after that trip, right? So we went about 14 days. So after that trip, so he went to my parents' room when I was shower. And he came back very happy. He said, what's, ha what's happening? Your dad said, yes, we're getting married. Excuse me? <laughs> I said, I'm getting married, not my dad. <laughs> I said, you need to propose this person here, not my dad. I said, start over again. 
said, I'm asking, he said, I'm asking for permission. I'm like, okay. I said, did you ask me first? He said, uh -huh. yes, but your parents might not say <laughs> So, yeah. So, he knows go straight. It's go straight up. Wow. So, yeah. So, then you were, so then engaged or almost engaged in China. Yeah, so, my so my graduation is my engagement day. Wow. Mm. So, a big rite of passage. Yeah, and then got married on the, like, I got engaged on the December. And then married in February. <laughs> so, yeah, so quick. My dad organized everything, and the obviously with the parents, so I don't need to do anything at all. So, yeah, it was so well organized. And I had, like, three weddings. Oh, I like that. Eldest, what? So, it's, yeah, the elders, of course, like, it's just like, yeah. One in my grandma place, which is just, just just like Sydney and Melbourne, so we all need to fly. So the whole plane, nearly half of the plane, is all my people. <laughs> I was like, so funny. But I feel like, so, so I feel really good that all my dad organized everything. He's just like spotless, like cool. Like in the airport, like those car parking, it's all my uncles. You? Okay, here. You? Here, but then you here or or hotel. <laughs> so yeah. So that 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 is how it arranged. So. so do you have a so three weddings? Do you have a wedding anniversary date that you celebrate? Yes, so that is the 12th. I do it as a 12th December, like 12 12. 12 12. Mm. Nice. Yeah, 12 12. Yeah. Um, what year? Oh my god. I can't even remember now. I know that we okay, maybe you need to calculate. This this year is twenty I think it's hang on. Okay. Can you minus forty three? I'm forty three this year and minus twenty twenty year. Twentieth year. So tw so two thousand and two maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, not 12 12. 12 12 is my engagement. And then this February, so 02 02 2002, isn't it? Yeah, I know that it's 222 because I was on the newspaper. I saw many people married, they all put it on the newspaper. So, yeah. And my husband said, Why on the newspaper? Because my hometown, everything on the newspaper. Like, who's married? Who's passed away? Who everything all in newspaper, but not because my husband come from Kuala Lumpur, it's different side. So the other side of it. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's some anchoring and anchoring yeah. in of partner partner harmony codes two two. Oh really? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, so then, so then, take me through. Wait, so then, how long? How long were you married before you had your yeah. first My kid? Twenty-seven, five years, no, four years. Yes, four years, and then twenty-seven. I had my, I had my first one, and then after t uh, uh, another two years, I had my second one, and then another ten years, I got my third one. Mm. Um, so what was, 
what was becoming a mom like what was that experience was did, oh did you God, always know that you wanted to be a mom yeah I know that I always wanted to be mom there's no said that oh I don't want to and all of that but I I knew that I wanted to be a mom and also that I tried for two years like I thought that I cannot have babies but nothing wrong with me and nothing wrong with my husband and we tried everything for two years it's so frustrated and at the end surrender maybe God said that I will not have babies and guess what when I surrender baby came so yeah mm. we try like western the eastern whatever style nothing work so stressful so yeah and so what are your favorite what are some of your favorite memories like of being a mom when your kids were little or what are your favorite things to do with them well the first one that is not much of the good memories in a way that I thought the moms, which is like a lot of social media being brainwashed, right? Like sunglasses on there, pushing the pram, have the coffee, you know, go to the beach with the friends. I did not go out at all because I was breastfeeding the baby is constantly hungry. I didn't, I don't have any support in a way that, I mean, I have my mom's always there, like cooking the food and all of that, but I, I just, Every day holding the baby, I, I have to push my baby away. But I have, I just don't want it. But I have to because she cried. So I was just always stuck on my body. And I stand, like, I, I told my husband, I want to go back to work. So five months in the um, maternity leave, I went to, to work and she was only five months old in childcare. So, yeah. And I become I become happier actually, like more feel more balanced. I was that was no sleep or nothing, right? But it's just like I think the most torture way that, that I feel into is stuck in my body. The baby's stuck in my body. I can't do anything. I go to the toilet, I have to carry her. And I had like to pull out my pants, I have to carry her. I have to hang her 24 hours. She doesn't want to be sit in the court. I had to lie down on the sofa like this and then can sleep here. In the morning, I had to walk the shopping center so that she can sleep. So she can sleep and grow. So mm. tired. Doesn't want to sit in the pram. No pram. Put down. And cry. So those like image on my social media pushing the pram. You know, my pram is so expensive. My court is also expensive. Never been in the court. The second one also never been in the court. I have to sell it on eBay with original price because it hasn't been used. <laughs> so, yeah. So, mm. that is my first one. But second one can't really easy. Slip through. And drink milk as well, like bottle feed. Ease. I went, but I went to work even quicker. Three months. And what were you doing for work then? So I was the executive assistant to the chief. Mm. Okay, so what about when the, when the kids were kids were growing up? Did they were they in sports or? Oh yeah, they did, did the local yeah, the Australian way. So I had like ballet for my daughter gymnastic for daughter and then swimming for both of them the boys got to basketball yeah full on 
Saturday is full on. I'm like an Uber mom. And then the competition. So my daughter is really good in gymnastic. So competition and because it's in the uh, in the in the squad, so I have to give up the dancing because you can't do both. So yeah. Mm. So yeah. Okay. And so then then what was it what was it like the third child then after your the kids the are like one, nine and ten? The third one came in so surprised in a way that I felt that my lower back is pain. I was like, hang on, I don't have back pain. Now intuitive said that maybe you're pregnant. I was like, no. But I went to chemist. I bought I bought the the the, the, the testing kit and I saw two lines. I was like, holy moly. And I saw it to my husband. And my husband was quiet. I said, hello, are you there? <laughs> and I was like, after 10 years, I didn't even expect to have to become a mom again. So initially, I was like, I don't want this baby. I don't want to go back. I was like, straight away on that unsleep night only, that like stuck here. I was like, no, 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 no. So I went to, uh, to, to the hospital check, which is the first time you see that to confirm that you had a baby, right? So I went and I saw the little heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. Can't do it. Can't do it. And I said, I'm keeping the baby. Hmm. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hey, so then so you know, and then I've I've heard a little bit about like kind of your awakening or experience. Mm. So what what sort of next shift would you say and tell me about that? What do you mean by next shift? Or like what so so did you have like a, a an awakening experience over the oh, yes, yes, years? Yes. Or been tell me to, yeah, tell me about that. Okay. So that was, you know, the third time mom, it's just like tiredness is always there. I was like, I I'm always people I'm like a social butterfly in a way that I have events to run, I have this and that, you know, like it's not popular and famous, but people always look up at me and always showing me presents and all of that, right? But the thing is, like, I don't even drink. I just organize the event and I go. But people look like I am social butterfly. <laughs> I go out a lot, but it's actually I'm organizing and I really engage with the stakeholders and all of that. And that I always have good food, basically. Good food and everything good. And people think that I'm, like, up there, but actually not. Anyway, so... Come back home, new mom, in this full war again, PTSD coming. And I didn't know that I had it because I was escaping. Mm. So I went on the check on the desk of form, right? The nurse was like, okay, why don't you have this? But everything healthy. There's nothing. Nothing really triggered them that I need some sort of like thing, right? But I know that I had the flashback because my three kids they're all premature baby. They stay in hospital about 30 days before they come home. For the third one, when I drive to work and when I drive the same road and somehow also the same song on the radio every single day, I was crying. And I was like, what mm -hmm. is this feeling? So I checked, what is PTSD? And because that word is a lot coming out on the social media too. So I was checking and I ticked some of the boxes, flashback on the first one, the feeling of the first one, 
or those coming back. So I have that flashback. My basically the flashback, but very mild. The doctor will will not diagnose me anything at all. So I was just releasing by crying. That's it, and I did not even say to anyone or tell anyone. And one day I was like, you know what? I need to get out of the house. I was so tired. I was like, I need to get out of the house, and I like to do something outside the house. So I went to do because I used to do a lot of yoga. Then I said, I want to go and do yoga. So I checked the time, like a surrounding area. There's no yoga studio. Oh, crap. And then I went to the church on the following, and I, like after two days, I went to the church, but I was waiting for the coffee to be done before church, not after church. And I saw a little flyers where they, um, you know, the cashier, they have like flyers there. And I took, new yoga studio, yay. <laughs> and I like, okay, check the timetable. What? Only meditation. Did you do meditation? I want to do yoga. And then somehow I put that card in my bag because coffee ready. And then I was clean on the bag. And then the bag, I was like, I was so tired on the following, even more tired because accumulation. And I was like, that meditation, just gone. I don't care what is it. I don't do meditation. I didn't do meditation at all. So I went there and I went early. And somehow when I went there, I brought a notebook and a pen with me. I have no idea why. I didn't even do any journaling at all. And I went there and the teacher, the meditation teacher said, set yourself up. We have a few students coming as well. So we I check your name, da da da. And then the time come and she came to me and said, Oh, it's so weird. There's no one really, no one really attend, no one came, only you. So it's only me and her. So we did a 60 minutes meditation. And you know what? That 60 minutes, I was up in the heaven. I float up my body. I have out of body experience. I saw myself lying on the floor and go up. And that meditation, I can't even remember what meditation. I know that she was speaking. I have no idea. And I saw a little girl on in the back, long hair and this white dress and little bow here, like a stripe, a little bow here. And I think it's like nine or 10 years old. So freely and dancing where the grass area. I saw her. And I, somehow I just cried. I don't know why I cried because it's the freedom that I had, that, that I saw. that, And it's all that I love. That I was like, love? So what love? But I felt into more freedom. And that the freedom, I said, how free is that little girl that I don't have it? Don't even know what freedom is. And I can't remember the whole story now. And then I descend back to my body. And I woke up. I woke up with full, I couldn't even open my eye. Because I saw there's a white light. And I was like, this like really white light. And then somehow I just need to peel my eye open. And when I open, so I have full of tears, even though my teacher got a shock. So are you okay? So okay, I think that I'm up there. So, and she just hold a space for me and I explained it. And I said, can you give me five minutes? I said, I just wanted to write stuff. So I was starting to write. Journal out. So yeah. And on the way home, I started to hear a lot of choir singing in my ear. Like singing a lot of Christ, a lot of Jesus, like the, those choir like in the church. And drive home, tears just come out. It, this is happening. And I didn't know what is it. And then didn't even process what process. I just like wipe out your tears. You know, just go. 
like you have babies at home to look after. And then I did not go the next, the following, and then I go again the 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 the, the, the next, the following, the second following. And I look at it, I was like, oh, I'm still only in meditation. And I was like, okay, I met the same teacher. I was like, this, this time, I'm not laying down. I'm sitting up. <laughs> sitting against the wall. Again, only me in that meditation. There's some other people that did not turn up. I went up again. Out of bodies again. And this time is very different. It's also nice and make me more tears. And I saw my two daughters sitting left and right with me. And they're, 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 they're actually... Like comfort me, say, "Mummy, it's okay." Oh man, there's tears coming. I don't know what, why. Mm. And come down again. Go back to my body. That night, dark night of soul straight away. That night, what happened? That night of the soul, yeah, and that night. Wow! And so, how long ago was this? I mean, three years ago three years ago so mm. which is my baby three <laughs> amazing yeah okay well look at, look at it. We're, we're, we're running up on on time here so i just want to yeah. kind of open it up if there's mm. anything else that you're feeling called to share mm. at this moment about the soul the soul of lillian mm-hmm so the soul of Lillian, the essence, is really beautiful. And the color of it is white and gold. And she is beaming out and she is very radiant. She is very content and she loves herself. herself. Mm. And she knows what she wants and she can achieve. As I have done quite a lot of deep work this couple of weeks as well or multidimensional soul fermentation coming back. I've been journeying to other the other places. Yeah, I did a deep inner work, a, a deep one. You, you see my shift. I'm not sure whether you see my shift, but I have shift, already shifted, so yeah. So yeah. Amazing. Mm. Oh, well, it's been such a such a pleasure to hear all these magical stories and about the earth experience thus far. And I'm excited. Are you I know, Christina, did you record the podcast with Christina yet? Yet. There's two Thursday or tomorrow. I need to look at my calendar. Yeah, not yet. So this week. Okay, mm. so it's kind of my instinct to wait and I want to. I want to listen and take that podcast in as well. And, yeah. and it's actually just coming to me because you asked, is it a picture? And it, yeah, it is. It is going to be a, <laughs> there's going to be words and it's going to be into a picture. So um, I've, I've, I, I did a soul portrait or I haven't, I, you're the first one. Like I, I have written poems for people, but they will never be like, this for so we're gonna see what what comes out but yeah mm -hmm. I want to wait and I want to listen to the podcast because that'll because that'll that'll fill in like because I could ask you like a million more questions too and I will but yeah, um, yeah. so those few things and cool. then and then depending upon when that comes out then then I'll get this whole portrait 
Yeah. Thank you so much for the time today. I really enjoy I haven't really talked talked to people all of these for a long time. Like you're probably the first person know inside out now, so <laughs> like Oh, Well, it's like, Tasmania, like I don't care. And then my grandma said, like, uh oh. It's crazy, that right? is, that, that is, that feels like the opening scene to your movie. Like you walking in and like, what? Da -da -da, and then it takes you back to like, I already could see your movie um, trans transpiring. Um, Yeah. well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. And um, Yeah, I'm excited, excited for all that's to come. that's right. So, mm. Boom. All right. I'll send this recording to you. Is that what you need as well? Yeah, Okay. send me the recording Yeah. as well. Sure, Okay. I will. All right. Bye. Thanks, Lynn. Have a great All day. right. Bye. Love you. See ya.